Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampion, and my guest today is the founder of Around the Way Mom, Mrs. Crystal Henry. Thank you for joining me. Hey, James. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. First of all, let me say congratulations on the growth of your platform. I've been following, and it's, it's been growing. I, it's, it looks like it's getting to be some huge numbers. Thanks, James. You know, listen, consistency and um, just, you know, really fine-tuning what my message is and who it is that I'm talking to, I think, is a um, is a contributing factor. And, you know, I'm, I'm not even focused on the numbers, though, but, you know, really focused on what it is that I'm saying and, and who I'm able to reach. You know what? I'm glad you said that because that's something that I had to get out of looking at even and it's still hard looking at the numbers, but you you really gotta go by who you're talking to and the content you're putting out. Absolutely. And then the people will come because we all have our own lane. We all have the people that are gonna listen to our message. And if we focus only on the numbers, you'll get caught up all the time. So that's you know, that's I try not to make that my focus. Now, even though I'm in California, I, I've been seeing like clips of you on the news and man, how, how's these moves coming about? You know, pretty good. What And here's what it really comes from is the fact that people are always watching. Um, there was a, there is a PR company out of New York that contacted me a year ago and asked me to do a couple of news segments. And unfortunately they got canceled because they were supposed to be happening that very first week that the world shut down. So of course, all the news coverage was around COVID. But I ended up asking the woman, how did you all find me? And she said, oh, we found you on Instagram. We saw some of your videos. We were, you know, looking at your page and looking for people in your area. And so that let me know that no matter who's clicking like or who you think isn't watching, somebody is always watching. Somebody's always listening and they are waiting, you know, to really find you. So that's how that came about. Wow. Congratulations. Thanks. I must say, you you do put out some great. I mean, <laughs> so disclaimer: it doesn't all. A lot of it doesn't apply to me personally. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's but okay. Just yeah, but you know, just because we you know we went to school together, you're a friend. I'm at least consume it and you know take it in. And it's you know you don't have to be able to, re to relate to something 100 to know that it's great content. So right. Right, right. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And you're not the only man, the only father who who does, um, like you say, consume the content. My husband does. Other men uh, who are friends of our family, other family members who are men do. And, you know, that's that's the point. And, and when you talk about, you know, the, the messaging and who I'm really talking to, one of the things I had to get really clear on was who it was I was talking to. Because several years ago, I was saying, well, I'm talking to mothers. And then in my heart, I, I really had to be honest with myself and say, I am a black, you know, mother. I am a Gen Xer. I am, and you know, fill in the blank from there. And that helped me to create really the, you know, quote unquote avatar or the person it is that I'm talking to. Like I'm talking to me. So I am very clear that I am talking to black mothers. You mentioned um, men. Is that something you would actually considering going down that lane or it's kind of like, ah, I kind of want to stay in this lane and focus solely on the moms. 
Um, well, I, I do want to focus solely on the moms. If I talk about the men, it would be from the perspective of, you know, looking at some things through my husband's eyes or even through some other men's eyes who I know their story a little bit more intimately as it relates to fatherhood and parenthood. But I definitely want to, um, I don't want to shun you all, but I do, you know, if, if I do talk to you all, <laughs> it would be through those eyes. However, I'm real clear that I am going to still, you know, stick to my lane, um, because I don't, I don't know. I don't, I have no idea, you know, what it's like to be, to be a black man, to be a father. So I can't begin to really, you know, speak to your story the way that, that another man could. I'm gonna go back because we was talking about the growth of your platform. And one of the things I noticed, you're doing a lot more live videos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How'd that come about? So I was listening to a live um, on Facebook, a woman named uh, Christine Saintville. And she has a, a newer platform in the, in the past several years um, called The Social Scoop. And so uh, on Facebook, she had a guest on there I'm a lady by the name of uh, Micheline Bowman, who is in the D.C. area, and she was talking with people about breaking into media and if you want to begin to be on TV more and to do more live appearances, she said one suggestion is to start to go live more. She said you won't have the experience of what it feels like to go live unless you start to practice, essentially. So an idea popped into my head to begin to go live. And I started live at 555, which is a weekly, a Friday, every single Friday, a weekly um, show on Instagram. And I was for a while doing it with Instagram and Facebook, but primarily sticking with Instagram where I will invite guests on, talk about different topics. And I did it um, now for two seasons in 2020. And um, it really went really, really well. Very positive response from it. And um, that is how the Live at 555 came about. Has it helped you um, get more followers? It has. It, it definitely has. It, it has helped me to reach. It's helped me to do several things. Number one, it's helped me, you know, personally to become more comfortable going live because it's one thing to you know, to be able to have somebody to, to, to talk to, it's a different thing to go live when you cannot see the reactions of people where the engagement looks a lot different. And so it's helped me to overcome my fear of that and to become more comfortable talking if I can't see someone's reaction. Um, secondly, it has helped me to, to reach some additional people who I may not have um, reached and has helped me to better connect with people who do, who do, you know, stay with me on a daily basis. If it's in my stories or if it is, you know, throughout the different posts that I make. Um, and it helps me to a fourth piece is that it, it does help me to go a little bit deeper into a topic and to have experts come on who are, um, you know, well-versed in whatever their particular field is. So it's done a lot of those things. Okay. So, so you do this every week. Yeah, I did it for 10 weeks in the spring and I did it for 10 weeks in the fall. I like to think of things in seasons, right? Because my thing is I need mm -hmm. things to have a hard start and a hard stop. I can't just say I'm going to do it every single week and then, you know, just endlessly. So I do look at it as a 10, a 10 episode season, so to speak. So it's going to be coming back in February, February the 12th, and it'll run for 10 weeks and then I'll take a break and then I'll come back again um, for 10 more weeks, different topics. Do you have the guests lined up or? 
I don't. I do not have all of them lined up. So I am uh, I am beginning to put feelers out. And I was using really January to be my month. I am using January to be my month of planning for for live at 555, you know, for content purposes and to get the guest list together and the topics together. So yeah, if there are people out there who have um, interesting stories or you're doing interesting things, and I do want to I do want to more uh, better focus it in a couple different areas. So, you know, topics around motherhood, topics around um, partnership or marriage or dating, uh, topics around uh, motherhood and family, topics around friendship, and then topics around business. Because um, those are really the five areas that I focus on as I am as I think about myself and as I'm talking to to mothers and to women. Okay. Let's talk about um, homeschooling because you've you've been pretty you've done a good job of just like keeping people um, aware of like the challenges, the rewards, and everything about homeschooling. So how have you managed to do that? Because that's been a big change for all of us. Yeah. Uh, well, the first thing is I have I have really enlisted the support. Um, uh, my husband, I have, you know, I have, I have leaned more on my son. Um, you know, thankfully he's a kid who is pretty tech savvy and there, and, and with him having to navigate multiple platforms all at the same time, I've had to really give him a lot. He's had to take on a lot more responsibility, um, because I cannot sit with him every second of the day to make sure that he's doing exactly what it is, you know, that he is supposed to be doing. And, and a lot of trust goes into that. And then a lot of communication with his teacher and, and staying in the loop with her. So reading emails, responding back and asking questions if, it, if it's things that I'm not clear on and letting her know, you know, that we have an, an open line of communication because as challenging as it's been for me as a parent um, and as a working parent, I'm sure it is doubly challenging for her to be a, 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 a parent as well. Um, who has kids who are learning virtually on top of being a teacher. So, yeah, those are just a few things I've done. What do you, what, what have some of the biggest rewards been about the homeschooling? Well, <laughs> just some, just some real practical <laughs> things, you know, I, we don't have to spend money on uniforms. Like we are a uniform district, right? So I've been able to save money on clothing, been able to save, you know, just saving money and saving time with some things. And then on the flip side, you know, spending some more time doing some things, um, but really taking the travel out of having to transport him back and forth to school um, and kind of that whole hustle and bustle, you know, like we got to hurry up and we got to get here. We got to hurry up and we got to get there. That's been totally eliminated because you got to get up, you got to get yourself ready and you have to walk a few feet until you are technically in school or until I'm <laughs> technically, you know, at work. So from a logistical perspective, I mean, it's been, there have been some good things. Now on the flip side, there are days when I think if I look at these four walls one more minute, I'm going to lose it um, <laughs> because like everything is at home. You know, I, I, I eat where I sleep, where I work, where he goes to school, where we exercise, where we nap, where we talk, where we laugh, where we play. So it's just, it's no getting out. Um, and that, yeah. that has been challenging sometimes, but um, you know, that's where I may say, okay, maybe I'll just spend the day in a different room. You know, I got to change my location, my physical location 
uh, to kind of change my perspective a little bit. Um, and then just, just allow the moment to pass. But, you know, it's, it's, I've been able to save a lot of time and save a lot of money being home. <laughs> <laughs> well, no matter because you, you spending it all on Amazon. You know what, James? Listen, I was on Amazon today. <laughs> it was like that. It was like that whole uh, that whole video running around, like, "Girl, close your computer. You don't need anything." And I think, but yeah, it is something I need. It's something I want, you know. And that's that's the other part is I found myself the more I'm home trying to, you know, not be such a, um, not be such a slave to my emotions. You know what I mean? Like just, just not going with the flow all the time. You know what I mean? Trying to have better control over if I'm tired, then, you know, maybe I need to rest. If I'm hungry, then let me eat. Let me not just, you know, go off the rails a little bit all the time with some stuff. Are you concerned about the long-term effects? Because these kids have been out, we're going on a year. So just just getting acclimated absolutely i am um i think about it all the time that not even from an academic perspective what it has done to some children because some kids uh virtual learning has been a blessing some kids are able to handle it some students it has not worked for them well but i do think about the emotional toll that it has had on them um, and the social toll it's had on them like my son has struggled being home um, and being being a single child, you know, like there is no other outlet and he may see a friend every couple of weeks, but that doesn't replace being in school for eight hours a day, five days a week with other kids. And then, you know, having, having a social calendar and all those kinds of things. So I am concerned about that. Um, and I am, that does make me, it makes me worried. I don't have any solutions for it, but it does concern me. You know, because you mentioned your son being the only child and my daughter being the only child. And that, that I think that pre- presents, I not I think, I know that presents challenges in itself because it's like they don't have any outlets. They don't have mm-hmm. anybody to turn to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my daughter, luckily, she's in school. Um, mm-hmm. she, she She's able to go to school. And, now, and we had the option to keep her home, but that social piece, I mean, she had went, she was she had gone so long without just interacting it was like the opportunity was there and of course you know there's some concerns about sending her to school but mm-hmm. it, it was better for her to go than to stay home yeah absolutely and and listen our district is making decisions now about kids coming back um pretty soon like maybe in the next month to month and a half and we talked about it as a family and we are in agreement with it really from that perspective because if he were struggling at home virtually, that would present a different challenge for us. But because we know that he is able to uh, do well in person or virtually, then really it's a matter of what else is is lacking. And for him, it's the social piece. Mm-hmm. So, and I also know that he's the kind of kid where he's not out here trying to play around with COVID. He's not going to be trying to trade masks with somebody or taking down his mask or not wearing it properly because that's not what he does if we have to run to the grocery store or something else. So I'm not concerned about him not following the protocol. Um, I am, you know, of course, wanting him to be, um, to, to feel better socially um, and to have that interaction. So, you know, when they do open, he'll be there, you know, and we will make sure that we are following all the proper 
you know, procedures um, that that are supposed to be followed. Mm-hmm. One thing that being home during this time has done, it's allowed us to just have time to sit down and reflect and just really get to know ourselves more. So what's what's some of the things you learned more about yourself? You know, I had I, I really had to be um, honest with myself about the fact that I say yes without often thinking about it. So um I will, you know, especially with my friends, right? Um, and 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 honestly, even with work. So someone may come up with a new idea at work and want to know who can participate in getting it off the ground, and I'll volunteer. Or a friend may have an idea to do something and say, "You want to do it? Okay, sure." And then what ends up happening afterwards is after I thought about it and said yes, and I start to think, "Oh crap, what did I just agree to?" <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, oh shoot, I don't think I want to do it. I don't think, you know, so what I what I have learned about me in this past year is to not rush to say yes so quickly. And and it's not even about being a people pleaser. It's just me not thinking and answering quickly, me being impulsive, right? So I'm learning how to not um, be so impulsive and to stop and say, oh, let me think about that. Or can I get a second to think or just not respond yet at all? And that's okay. Um, that's, that's been a really big lesson. And I did have to learn it the hard way. And I, and I still was confronted with it the other day where I said, oh, dang, I probably should have like, you know, waited to, to agree to do that, but I will, I'm getting better (laughs) at really like checking myself on that. Um, but I, I really, I really had to do that because I was finding myself in some, in some sticky situations that I didn't want to be in. And I didn't have anybody else to hold responsible for that other than myself. So I'm like, this isn't about blame, but it's more about, you know, Crystal, you don't have to agree to everything all the time, you know, like you can say no, it's okay to say no, it's okay to, to tell somebody, you know, let me, let me think about it, or I'm not sure yet. Um, so that that's been a, a really big lesson that I've learned. We also, you know, you're married, I'm married. So one of the things that we do a lot more of is spend time with our spouse, because Every, most a lot of people are working from home these mm-hmm. days. So I wanted you to talk more about navigating marriage during during these times. Listen, this this is this is one that <laughs> <laughs> you know, for some people they've joked that being home with their spouse has either helped or it has hurt. For some people it has, you know, really revealed some things to them that maybe they didn't know. And even now we're coming up on uh, being married for 13 years and we still are learning things about each other, which I think is supposed to happen. Right. But Mm -hmm, being home, being home together, you know, like 24 seven, it has, it has helped us to, um, to better understand how the other person functions during the work day. You know what I mean? And like how we are at work because, you know, usually you get up, you get breakfast, you get dressed, you leave, and then you come back home. But it, it, I'm learning how to, how to better navigate being a wife while being an employee at the same time, while being a mother all at the same time and learning what's important for me to focus on and what's not important. Um, and then two, figuring out how to 
how to still have fun, you know, how to still, how to still have some joy, how to have fun, how to, how to find the joy in the day um, and how to, and how to just not focus on the daggone pandemic or the fact that we're at home, you know, like we don't often talk about it anymore. And I think that has kind of helped me because we, we already know what's going on. You know, we can see the news, we can, you know, uh, read articles or whatever, but you know, we don't, I found that we just, we don't, we don't focus on that within ourselves. Like we just focus on us when we can and focus on household things and family things. And that has helped. Do you two have like your own separate workspaces in the house, within the house? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Because we, because we work differently, right? Like I am, I'm more of a loud talker. He's a more quiet talker. He needs a closed door. I'm in an open space. You know, I tend, we both will listen to music. He tends to look at TV while he's working. I can't. So no, we, we don't work in the same spaces. Mm-mm. No, he'll tell me I'm too loud or he'll have to close the door. something. <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, and that's another thing is, and that's fine. Like, I don't take offense to that whatsoever because it, it, again, it's like we are going to work. We'll get up, we'll get dressed on the days that he is working at home. Then, you know, we'll be in our own spaces. Um, and, I, and, that, and that works for us. That works great for us. Do you find it difficult to come together for quality time? Because you see each other so much and you think like, okay, even though, I'm sure you know, sometimes you could be in the house together, but you're not really having quality time. Mm -hmm. So have you found that more difficult to do just because y'all in the house so much? Um, yes, initially, uh, we, we were able to go back to, uh, we have a weekly, a weekly Thursday date night. So we were able to go back to date night. Um, I think in the summer, if I'm not mistaken, and that helped, but you're right. You know, we just, it, it can become so routine. Um, you know, like get up, you pass each other in the kitchen, you, you go to work, you pass each other to get a snack, you pass each other to get lunch. And then, you know, we're, we're kind of tied to our computers. So you're right. There are some days that we do a better job of it than others. Then there is the weekend. So we will, you know, be, be physically around each other more during the weekend, but we do have to make time to do it. And that's where, that's where the Thursday date night or, you know, order in um, night becomes minus my son, where we can just sit together by ourselves. It does, it does look different and it does feel different, not going out physically, but it still has the same, the same impact, but it does mean that we have to put forth more effort in order to, um, in order to connect to really just say like, you know, how's your week going? Cause I think some people take that for granted that, you know, I know how his week is going. No, I don't. Just because I see you doesn't mean I know how you're doing, you know, or how you're feeling or, you know, kind of how, how your week has really impacted you. So we do have to, um, do that, do that on purpose. And again, some days I do it better than others. Some days I'm spent and I'm just tired from working and from, you know, being home 24 seven and I may not check in and some day is the same for him. Um, but I do appreciate the fact that we will kind of in our own time, um, have our own, you know, realization that, Oh, okay. I haven't even asked how she's doing or I haven't even asked how he's doing, you know, because we're so caught up in trying to get through tasks and things for the day. Yeah, yeah definitely. Cause we, me and my wife home a lot and it's just like, 
we see each other and then it's like when it's time to you know watch a movie or something it almost feel like damn we've been we've been with each mm-hmm. other all day can mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. but then there's days where it's like we've been in the house all day but she's upstairs working i'm downstairs and it's just like we 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 didn't we didn't we haven't really interacted in hours yep. yep and it's just and time just goes by and it's like man just being in the same house you think oh yeah we you know we, we've been together all day and it's like but you haven't you just been <laughs> under the same yes roof. exactly and it's very easy to do you know especially if you're working because i can't sit up under him all day long like i got stuff to do <laughs> so i don't have time <laughs> i don't have time to do that sir you know and the same thing for him you know he's like i got to work so i got i can't be up under you all day long and i don't i don't expect that and i think that's another thing is that we've come to a better um, understanding of who the other person is. Like, you know, again, if, if I was the type of person that I needed that, that would be something. Or if he was the kind of person that needed that, that would be something. But thank God that we're not like that. <laughs> because <Amen>. that would <laughs> not work. That wouldn't work for the other person, you know. Um, nah. Yeah, not at all. Okay. You, you mentioned um, on one of your posts, you mentioned that um, one of your goals was you're going to start writing down your prayers. I wanted you to elaborate on that more. Like, why is that important? Yeah, so really because um, I wanted to, I I really wanted to take my prayers more seriously and my prayer time more seriously. That's the truth. Because, you know, it's not that I don't pray. It's not that it's not important. I just found that praying silently to myself or even praying aloud, I could get distracted very easily. And I know I'm not by myself in that, um, you know, another thought, another <laughs> thought, right. Could just easily and does easily pop into my mind. And there I am distracted. And that doesn't mean that my prayer is not, is not, um, is not sincere. That I don't take it seriously. So I said, well, why don't I, actually write the prayers down like what's wrong with that so then I said oh well why don't I share that with people and then again I took it and said well let me not just go on and on and on forever but maybe let's make these the prayers that I write down let me make these targeted prayers right so looking at five different areas so starting with womanhood prayers that are specifically about me and then prayers about my marriage, right? And then prayers about my family and and me being a mother and then prayers about my friendships and then prayers about my efforts in business, either with my full-time job or with my own personal business. And so I have found that to be, um, I found that to be a game changer for me. And yes, we are only in January, but I have found that, I do that I'm taking it more serious. And I also like the fact that I can go back in my journal and look at what I wrote down. You know what I mean? Like look at what I prayed for. And then as the prayers begin to to get answered, then I'll be able to look back. I can reflect on that. Like I have a log, I have a running, a running tab basically of my prayers. And I like I like that. And it and it's something that I do in the morning, not as soon as I get up, but before I begin my work. Um, it's something that I'll take a few minutes to do and it may, I may, you know, use a, a journal prompt or I may just begin to kind of write, you know, as much or as little as I want to about that particular area. And I, I, I have been enjoying it a whole lot. 
Okay, so you so this so you implemented that this year? Yes, I did. Yep, I started January first. Wow. Okay, and it's, and you said you pretty much do it like every, before you start the day. Correct. Yep. So I'll get up and get dressed, have breakfast. And then when I come to my desk, like I generally will keep my journal either in the kitchen area or at my desk. So be, before I start my work day, I will, I will write my prayers down. Mm-hmm. Yep. According to one of those categories. Yep. Do you find it, do you find it helpful that you're doing it consistently at the same time? I do. I really do. Because I also thought to myself one day, well, why don't I do it in the evening? And I thought, well, because then the day has gone, you know, let me, how am I setting, (laughs) honestly, because it's like, how am I setting my intention for the day? Right? Because that's, that's another thing with prayer is you are, you, you are giving thanks, you are asking, you are, you know, making declarations, all those things in your prayer. So why not start your day that way? So then I can actually have that on my mind and just in my spirit as I'm going through my day versus me writing them down at the end of the day. Now I could, I could. And again, some people can, for me, I I like to start my day that way. Somebody could say, well, I'm going to, you know, write down my journal, down my evening prayers. You can do it either way. Um, but I, I like to start my day that way. One of the words I've, one of the words I've seen you focusing on this year, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying this is the only year you've been doing it, but I've seen you stress it a lot more this year is manifestation. So I wanted you to talk more about that. Yeah, so in the season finale of um, Live at 555 in November, my girlfriend joined me and we were talking about vision boarding because December is a month and January is a month where people will typically jump into their vision boards and where they'll begin to do their planning for the new year and, you know, cutting out pictures and words and terms and phrases and all of that. And I do have vision boards and I have done that before. And my, my friend's perspective was that taking your vision board a step further and looking at it as manifesting. And when she was telling me this, I said to myself, and I probably even said it to her, I don't know what this mumbo jumbo is. Like, what are you trying to, you know, sell me? <laughs> is this some like some little, you know, voodoo stuff? Like what's going on with this? And so she's like, no, you know, to manifest is to actually declare something, to speak it, to say it. And so she's like, think about it, Crystal, that you end up manifesting, bringing to life things that you think about all day, positive, negative, or in between. So why not make it about manifesting the life that you want and doing it very intentionally by by putting in the work by being clear about what you want by creating the plan like by by actually being ready to receive it you know what I mean so like she she laid out very very clear steps and that made it tangible for me because I don't do well with these you know big lofty terms I need you to break it down into something that I can actually touch and feel sometimes so that made me really say you know what I'm not gonna worry about showing somebody this or that. No, I'm going to manifest what it is that I'm, that I'm praying for, that I'm asking for, that I'm working towards. And that's what my focus is. You know, my focus are, is those things. Mm-hmm. We, we all know 2020 <laughs> was a, you know, was a very different year. And if, if it didn't show us anything, it showed us that things could change in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. but I know you, and I know you're a great planet and you forecast, so what can people expect from Around the Way Mom in 2021? 
You know, in 2021, um, and it's funny that you say that, that we forecast, because as much as I thought that I was planning and preparing for some things, some things are still being revealed, right? I.e., with with the journal prompts, right? I had no intention, James, of ever sharing that. None whatsoever. None. I had no intention of sharing that with the world. Um, I did that for me. Like, that was specifically for me. And God was like, no, you you need to share that with people. And so, (laughs) you know, again, it's, it's pushing me out of my comfort zone, but in 2021, um, people can expect to, to find more, more strategies, more, more practical and tangible ideas provided from me. Um, I am working actually on a guided journal for moms. Uh, that is something that I'm working on that I am, um, planning to manifest before the end of 2021. Uh, but really that that's what it's about, like some various tools to be able to support, um, to support black mothers in their own uh, development as women. That's what y'all can hope for. Yep. Wow. Well, let me, let me again, congratulate you on everything you're doing, you know, as a friend, as a classmate, I'm so proud of everything you're doing. Uh, I love seeing the feed and you got new videos and you're so excited and passionate about you doing passionate about what you're doing. So I just want to congratulate you, you and I'm praying that I'm praying you just keep everything moving forward. Thank you very much. I have I have always appreciated the support and love how social media brought us um, back together to connect again. And I, I am grateful for your support. Thank you. I appreciate it. Before we before we end, as you got to make sure you tell the people how they can follow you. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram. I am at Round the Way Mom. Um, yes, the business name is is Around the Way Mom, but you can find me at Round the Way Mom, and then the website is AroundTheWayMom.com. All right. Um, I want to take this time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast and your continuous support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. And my Facebook name is also conversations with lamp. You can also continue to listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple podcast. Again, thank you all for listening. And thank you again for Mrs. Henry for joining me. Have a good day.